0: Hi, this is Friday, July 23rd, a little after three in the afternoon. I love the first one um, because I've been having some problems with my foot and I wanted to share this one. It's called High Heels Can Shrink Muscle and Thicken Tendons and it talks about you may want to think twice before strapping on those sky-high manalos. A new study shows that regularly wearing high heels can cause muscle and tendon changes in your legs to the point where wearing flats, flats or flip-flops can be painful. Wearing two-inch heels or higher five or more days a week shrinks a woman's calf muscle fibers by 13% on average. It also thickens the Achilles tendon, which attaches the calf muscle to the heel by 22%. And this was just published um, this last week in the Journal of Experimental Biology. These changes after alter the resting position of the ankle, causing the foot to point down more than normal. For some habitual high-heel wearers, this can make switching from stilettos to flats a shock. Isn't that amazing? Whenever women regularly wear high heels... And they stand or walk in flat shoes or barefoot, the calf muscles and tendons are placed at relatively longer length. This stretches and increases the tension in the muscles and tendons, causing discomfort. Fortunately, only die-hard fashionistas seem to be at risk. Discomfort will primarily occur in women wearing almost exclusively high-heeled shoes. In the study, the women who experience pain wore heels for an average of about 60 hours a week. Although some women may not want to be seen without their jimmy choos or their Louboutins, the study suggests that it's healthy to mix up your footwear. We often like to be very stylish, um, says this exercise physiologist. It says probably wise to wear different kinds of shoes. Moderation is a good idea. They used an MRI to compare the muscles and tendons of 11 high heel wearers with those of nine women who primarily wore flats. The findings didn't necessarily apply to all high heel wearers, however. The study was small and the researchers didn't take other personal habits such as exercise into account. One group engaging more in sports, uh, more in sports affecting the strength of the calf muscles might have influenced the results. The muscle and tendon changes described in the study are just the latest high heel hazards to be identified. High heels have been shown to contribute to a range of ailments, including ankle sprains, bunions, hammer toes, knee problems, and low back pain. Super high heels, like the 12-inch, can you believe that? A 12-inch Alexander McQueen's uh, worn by Lady Gaga in her Bad Romance music video put so much strain on legs and feet that they can even cause ankle ligaments to snap or bones in the feet to break. Wow to keep their legs healthy and prevent pain when switching from heels to flats stiletto lovers should stretch frequently to keep their muscles and tendons limber and strong the, the author of the study recommends the following when you're sitting loop a resistance band around the top of your foot a belt or towel works too. gently pull back on the band while pushing against it with your toes next stand on a step facing up keep your toes on the step and slightly Slowly lower your heels until you feel your calf muscles stretching. Third, slowly make a circle with your toes, alternately flexing and pointing your foot. Try to pick things up with your toes. This can help strengthen your feet. Although they're no guarantee, they may, these exercises might help minimize the side effects of high heels and may prevent injury. So you know, I, I just got to kind of wonder why in this day and age, or uh, what did the women's movement do when we see women, uh, you know, wearing these high heels? I, I do agree that they are beautiful and women's legs look beautiful. But I remember telling my husband years ago when I came home with my legs just aching, and I, he told me he liked the heels. I said, "Well, fine, you wear them. They'll make, they'll make your legs look good too." But what I'm going through right now is plantar fasciitis, and we'll save that one for another time. So, ladies, put away the high heels. Uh, a low heel or alternate is, is your best thing to do. The next one is, says studies suggest links link of cleaners to breast cancer. A survey of Massachusetts women has found a potential link between the use of household cleaners and air fresheners and breast cancer. The study included interviews with 787 women who had breast cancer and 721 who did not. Researchers asked all the women about pesticide use but found little association. But when about 400 women in each group were asked about cleaning products, researchers found a potential connection. In fact, breast cancer risk was highest among women who reported the most use of cleaning products and air fresheners. It was double the risk for those who reported low use of the products. Interesting. Most study participants were white and middle-aged and were part of the Cape Cod Breast Cancer Environmental Study, which had financial support from the state of Massachusetts, and this is actually um, in the journal Environmental Health. The connection was drawn mostly between mold and mildew cleaners and air fresheners. Surface and oven cleaners were not associated with um, increased risk. Chemicals of concern include synthetic musks phthalates, one one and four dichlorobenzene, terpenes, benzene, styrene, and some antimicrobial agents. Studies of this nature come with an inherent weakness called recall bias. The researchers acknowledge that women who have cancer and believe in an association with cleaners might be more likely to report use of them. So in other words, this is all based on their uh, retrospective view of what happened. That said, the study does add weight to previous animal research, showing that the same chemicals cause mammary gland cancer in animals and disrupt the endocrine system, contributing to tumor growth. Much about the causes of breast cancer to this day remain unknown. Many patients believe in environmental links, but they are notoriously difficult to prove. Although there seems to be an association between cleaning products and cancer, that's a long way from saying cleaning products cause breast cancer. It, I wouldn't take too much from it, the author said, or this, uh, uh, Dr. Charles Shapiro, who's uh, Director of the Breast Medical Oncology at The Ohio State University, said, noting that the study was small and that it's impossible to draw definitive conclusions about cause and effect. He also cautioned that what is found in the laboratory and animal models doesn't necessarily play out among humans. The take-home, if any, is if you're worried, avoid the products. So, you know, be safe. So this one uh, ecologist, a cancer survivor and author of Living Downstream, said she advises everyone to stop using chemical cleaners. She uses vinegar and baking soda to clean her house. I just see this as such an easy problem compared to a lot of things, she said. The new research, she says, points to the really vexing problems of trying to make correlations between past exposure and present disease rates. Clearly, the conversation is shifting now. We can't just sort of look at the murky evidence on cancer in the environment and sort of set it aside because it's too inscrutable. So here again, you know, I I think, I'm sure all of you have these little myths that you think cause cancer, and um, you can't help but wonder if some of the environmental stuff has the influence, and if you can avoid use of these products, avoid them. Why, Why risk it? That's all for today. This is Dr. Gwen. Again, send me an email if I can answer any questions for you or if you have any topic you'd like me to talk about. And it's Gwen at drgwen.com. Stay safe, be happy, and healthy. Take care. Bye now.